This is the Daily Podcast Practice Show for Wednesday, December 1st of 2021. I'm your host, Rich Grimshaw, here to practice the art, the craft, and the sport of podcasting. It's the first day of a new month, the last 31 days of 2021. Wow, this year went by fast. In general, I'm thinking that time just goes by faster for me, but that I think that happens as we get older. But it's good to be here practicing my podcasting, doing my podcasting exercises every day that make me better on the microphone. That's a, that's a good way to spend my time. Let's look at a birthday today. And I prefer making a fuss over birthdays of notable engineers and architects. And today we have an American engineer born on this day in 1826 near Cortland, Virginia. Civil engineer, railroad executive, Confederate States Army general, and Virginia politician, William Mahoney. This gets complicated, so I'm just going to hit the high points, okay? Billy attended the recently opened Virginia Military Institute, VMI, in Lexington, Virginia, and graduated with a degree as a civil engineer in the class of 1847. In 1853, he began working on railroads and became the chief engineer of the Norfolk and Petersburg Railroad. The The Norfolk Railroad uh, exists today. I don't know about Petersburg. He built log foundations under the, the route in the Great Dismal Swamp in southeast Tidewater, Virginia, that are still intact today. Now, I'll confess, I have no idea where the Great Dismal Swamp is. And I have no idea what the design of his log foundations were for this route. But the fact that it is still intact today and carrying very heavy traffic from coal mines is just unbelievable. So clearly, Bill Malone was a good engineer. All right. Now, when the Civil War began, he entered the Confederate Army as a lieutenant colonel, then quickly became Colonel of the 6th Virginia Volunteer Infantry Regiment, and then was promoted to Brigadier General on November 16, 1861. That's a short time, okay? And he commanded the Confederate's Norfolk District until its evacuation the following year. And he had a lot of things going on during the war, and like I said, it gets complicated, and we're not going to go into all that stuff. I've linked to his Wikipedia page. If you're interested, please go to wikipedia.com and read up on him. And while you're there, consider making a donation because it's a great cause. After the Civil War, he was active in the economic and political life of Virginia. He held various political offices and was a very influential person. In the fall of 1895, he had a stroke, a bad stroke, while in Washington, D.C., serving in office. And a week later, He was dead at age 68. So that's his life in a a very abbreviated form. But it's your birthday, Colonel Mahoney, and we wish you a happy birthday. I celebrate your accomplishments as an engineer, but I have to tell you that I'm pretty sure I don't agree with your politics. I'm, I'm just saying. I know that Thanksgiving is behind us, but I ran across a story related to Thanksgiving that I want to share with you because I I really, really like it. It's, it's an extraordinary story of human connection in this modern age of, uh, of technology. Uh, 
And frankly, it gives me hope for the future of our species, Homo sapiens. The story appeared as a news article in the Providence Journal newspaper from Providence, Rhode Island, and the article was written by Antonia Nori Farzan. It was posted on Monday, November 29, 2021, just after Thanksgiving. I'm not reading the article as it was published, but rather I'm reading my own version of it. I kind of edited it so that it would do better uh, as an oral presentation. So here we go. Mike Moffat lives in Wakefield, Rhode Island, near the southern tip of the state. More than 20 years ago, he started getting a lot of phone calls from a phone number in Florida. It was an older woman calling to reach her daughter, who lives in Maryland. Mike's area code is 401. The area code for Maryland is 410. The woman kept dialing his area code 401 instead of 410, and that's why she was calling Mike's phone so often. Mike says, quote, she kept calling and saying, oh my God, I have the wrong number, and would hang up real quick. And finally, I stopped her one day before she hung up, and I said, hey, if we're going to talk like this, we might as well get to know each other. And we started to talk, and we hit it off, unquote. Mike learned that the woman's name was Gladys. So after a while, Gladys started calling Mike intentionally, not accidentally, just to ask how his family was doing or maybe what the weather was like in Rhode Island. And Mike started doing the same. He would call Gladys just to check in. They would talk for a few minutes, yeah, nothing more, and that was that. These were the kind of conversations that would just kind of brighten your day, a friend called, you know. And over this time of 20 years, they became friends, telephone friends. Mike from Rhode Island or Gladys from Florida would call just to chat for a few minutes every now and then. Not that they have very much in common, except this transposition of two digits in the area codes. Gladys is 30 years older than Mike. Gladys is black. Mike is white. Gladys lives in Florida. Mike lives about 1,500 miles north in Rhode Island. But they've got this connection. In fact, when Gladys's husband died, she told her son to call Mike from Rhode Island just to let him know. She wanted him to know. And Mike sent flowers. And he says that's when he realized that their friendship was a little bit special. Like a lot of people who live in Rhode Island, Mike and his family go down to Florida every now and then to get away from the winter weather. This year, 2021, they decided to spend Thanksgiving down there in Florida while looking at colleges for his daughter. And while driving around the day before Thanksgiving, he realized he was only two miles away from Gladys's house. Two miles, that's it. So he stopped at a store, got a bouquet of flowers, and drove to her house, completely unannounced, completely, no advance notice. He didn't want Gladys to feel that she had to get the house ready for a visitor. He knocked on the door. Gladys's daughter greeted him, walked him back to see her mom, and Mike said to Gladys, Hey, I'm Mike from Rhode Island. And Mike says, her eyes lit up. And the first words out of her mouth were, I am blessed. 
Well, the visit didn't last long. Gladys was getting ready for Thanksgiving, and Mike didn't want to be in the way. But they shared a hug, and Mike got to meet Gladys's family. And they took a selfie, which Mike posted on Facebook, with the note, quote, There are incredible people in this world that are a wrong number phone call away, unquote. And he explained the story. And as of my reading this to you now, that post has 2,000 comments and 1,000 shares. And Mike's had plenty of phone calls from people he knows but hasn't spoken to in years, telling him that he was the talk of their Thanksgiving table. What a great story this is. A great story. It's the best side of humanity, and we don't get to see that very often. Maybe maybe that's why I like it so much. There's a lesson here. We're all just people, and if we let down our guard, we can connect with other people and lift each other up and make all of our lives better for it. So good for you, Gladys, and good for you, Mike. I'm happy for both of you. And Mike, thank you for sharing this story on Facebook. And that is all for today, but I leave you with this thought. If you think you want a job cleaning mirrors, make sure it's something you can really see yourself doing. Let's wrap this one up in the Sunday edition of the Providence Journal newspaper and stick a fork in it because it's done. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening.